Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. You know you look good in this light. What, what are you doing? No, What's you look on? good. I, the light is coming into the window. Uh-huh. It's, it's good light. Mm-hmm. And you look good. I'm just I'm complimenting you. I mean that. It's no, like, no. I feel like you're... Nope. you're oh, well, There's no I, follow-up? Okay. Well, thank you. That's there very nice no of you. no follow-up. That's yeah. very nice of you. Oh, you look nice. Uh-huh. Is that why you took a picture? Oh, you look great. Thank you. Thank you. You know, that's usually how it works, Jimmy. You <laughs> well, pay somebody a fake compliment, they pay you one back, oh, and then okay. you're able there to you move go. on. All right, so, so now we can move on with goodness our days now. sakes. <laughs> so the ladies had a, uh, at a, a little... Uh, soiree. What, 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 not a soiree. What, what, it, was like a, it wasn't a conference. It Fellowship. Was a, it was, no, but it wasn't a... It was more than that. It was like TG. Yeah. Seminar. There was a seminar. seminar today. Ladies seminar. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, good turnout. Mm-hmm. Looked really fun. Looked... Uh, looked and I came in, and there was a... Uh, one of the newer ladies to our church. Uh, and I was like, oh, hey, how'd it go? And she was like, it was wonderful. You know, we really have some mature godly women here at this church. And I said, I know. That's right. I know. It's That's really right. impressive. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. I was, like, I was glad I could see the some, some of that at the end, you know, coming in here mm-hmm. to the church. So, yeah. What have you been doing today? Uh, I just took Elias uh, to soccer and then came home. Came, you know, I'm here. All right. Very that's cool. that. That's been that. That's pretty much it for me. My mm. day has been relaxing. Oh, good. Yeah, it's just been relaxing. Now, how was how was your evening? How was your day? Anything? Um, I don't know what's going. Like, my evening, and my day, everything's good. I'm getting ready. I gotta go. On the thirty first, I have to take Madeline to the annual daddy daughter dance. Ooh, have and, you been practicing? Uh, no, no, I don't. So, well, I guess it's really not. Too much trouble to practice leaning up against the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much what I do. The, the thing is, I don't dance, right? You, yeah. you know no, that. Yeah, I, I don't dance. I didn't dance with Dan at our wedding. Mm. I don't dance. I just don't. It's not what I do. But I have to dance with Well, Madeline. of course. I yes, that's why Madeline. I'm asking. Like, are you, are you so, at least no, practicing? Pra- look in the mirror and dance. No, all I, all I know are mirror. TikTok dances. Oh, yeah. And I can't do that. <laughs> you can TikTok dance. I can do my TikTok dances, but I can't. So, yeah, thankfully. Michelle and I just watch Hitch. You could do the, the what's that, clean the ear thing that you're... The Q-tip. Why are you watching Hitch now? I don't know. Michelle wanted to watch it. No. So the thing is, I go there and I have to dance. And here's the thing. Um, Thankfully, most of the time, she's just running around with her friends and they're dancing. And I just just lean against the bleachers. Ah, yes. You know. So it's it's like middle school. It's like middle school and Uh, high school all all over again. Pretty much. Leaning against the bleachers. That's what I did. I was under the bleachers. Anyways, point is, is like, uh, but I do have to dance. And when I have to dance with her, it is it is hard. It is hard because I don't like to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm uncomfortable and I'm very self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. And like all the other dads are like having fun, dancing. Yeah, yeah. And the whole time I'm sweating and I feel nauseous and I'm like, oh, like like smiling. Like, oh, this is so much fun. But it's really hard. I don't. But uh, she loves it. She, she loves, loves it. it. That's yeah, all that's important. She has a great time. So I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost. That's, that, that's a good man right there. Yeah, I don't know about that, but uh, I have to. It's it's important. It's important it's to her. Important so, to her yeah. so, and and yeah. it's important to you. And yeah, so. because it's important to her. Do yes. you want? Yeah, and it's important to you. So, did you want to practice after this? Like, I can, no, I can show you a couple moves. No, you can't show me. That. I can show you a couple moves. Yeah. What? Gonna, the Macarena? What are you going to show me? I, I was going to show you the Macarena. Yeah, I'm yes. not doing the Macarena. <laughs> oh, and then they have everybody come in. They do the hokey pokey. Oh, I don't like doing that either. Mm, don't Th- like then that. everyone looks foolish there. I know, I know, I don't. Listen, my whole life was spent not participating. Yeah. And so I have now I but have now, to. But now, now you have to. Again, if everyone's looking foolish, then it's okay. Not for me to look foolish. Don't wait, 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 wait. But you know what? You know how you won't look foolish? How's that? 
Have you been looking at that ESV Bible? Not only have I been looking at the Creeds and Confessions Bible uh, by ESV, I use it every week. I use it to preach from. It is it is awesome. In fact, the ESV Bible with Creeds and Confessions is it is my favorite Bible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of it depends. ESV keeps coming out with new Bibles, so yeah, I, yeah, then yeah. I get a new favorite one. But this one's great because it has thirteen of the historic creeds and confessions in it. It's yeah. I mean, everything Good thing the Bible keeps changing every year. <laughs> <laughs> ESV has to stick on, you know, Crossway's got to stick with it. Well, man, it's got the Apostles' Creed, Nicene, mm-hmm. Athanasian, but then it's got, uh, you know, Westminster. Of course, it's got the 1689 Second London Confession in it. Uh, now, here, listen, it's got introductions to the Creeds mm-hmm. and Confessions as well. It's really, really good. The reason we're talking about this is because uh, Crossway is going to let us give away two of them. Oh, and wait, we're not like, what do you mean? Like, like they gave us three and I get, I get one? They gave us two and you don't get one. They were giving them away. What, do they, what, do, you don't well, have one. How do you I know have you, one? Because I got one a while ago. As soon as they came out, I got one. Yeah. That's how it works. I don't waste time. So, Wait, you went and bought it? No, no. They gave okay, it to so me. Okay, so hold on. Like I said, yeah, I don't yeah. waste time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, here's the thing. We're not, not like, hmm. they, they got all, they got the true tone. You know, they got like, you know, so you can get like the, the it's like it's like a rubbery cover. Yeah, yeah. You know, very, very durable. But we're going to go ahead and give away the goat skin. Like real goat skin. Real goat skin. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. is, uh, even smells like goat. So that, it's that, awesome. That's how you that's know it's good. So listen, if you want to get a chance to win a cop, win a copy of the, uh, ESV Bible with Creeds and Confessions in black goatskin leather, then uh, all you need to do is follow us on social media and tweet what you will do with, like, how you want to use it. Are you want to use it to preach from? Is it going to be devotional reading? Uh, or, or maybe why you want this Bible. Tell us why you want it or how you're going to use it on social media. And uh, we will pick a winner um, and announce it on Monday. Boom. So you've got uh, you've got the whole weekend to get on there and like so promote and there'll be a link in the show notes uh, for this particular episode so it'll have all the details of what you need to say but share what you're doing and uh, link back to this and uh, yeah we'll we'll do a giveaway it's going to be really fun and uh, you want this Bible it's really really good so Joe you're talking about uh, social media you know we're gonna uh, use social media to kind of yeah you know catapult do. and. Get get this great Bible into someone's hand. Right. People love social media today. People love we we love our social medias. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Except the, for except for like I don't know. There's some social media I just can't stand. Oh yeah. There's some, like um, yeah. See, you're on all the platforms. LinkedIn. Well done. I can't stand that one either. But all the business guys I know love LinkedIn. I keep getting notifications and yeah. I, I ignore every. You single are a businessman. You should. You should be. On no, that. I don't want to be. On. Well, here's the thing. In 2005, five uh, percent of U.S. adults were using social media, and oh. uh, in 2005. So yeah, 2005 it was five uh, percent, and then back in 2005 it was 79 <laughs> percent. To or- 2000, I'm sorry, I got my statistics wrong. All right, in 2005, five percent of adults were using social media. Yep. By uh, 2019, we're looking at 79 percent of U.S. Yeah. adults. 79 percent. Uh, you know how many people globally are using social media, Jimmy? You know, I'm just gonna throw a number off the top of my head. Okay, 3.5 billion. You would be correct. Oh, am I like close? Or is you that are dead on. Dead your, your intuition is is awesome. <laughs> That's about 45 percent of the current population of the world using social media. Now, generationally. We got about uh, 90.4% of millennials are using social media, 77.5% of Gen X, that's me, and uh, 48.2% of the boomers are using hmm. social media. How much time are people spending on media, on social media a day on average? 
Uh, well, according to the, st- the stats that uh, you found, uh, three hours a day. Three, and that's average. Three hours a day. Now, your iPhone can tell you. You know what? That's a good, I'm, I'm checking mine. Check I'm, now I'm like, man, am I really at three hours a day? So people are on average, or some, some, people, some people spend a lot more, some people spend less. And obviously, some people, it's part of their job where they have to be on social media. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we, yeah, we don't need to count that. How do you how do you find it? I don't know. I was looking on my phone the other day. So oh, see all activity. Yes. Yeah, so now I want to see. You go, uh, yeah, okay. You, you know what? Uh, most used uh, Instagram three hours. Okay. <laughs> it literally Wait, says, that's like the week or something. Is though. It, no daily average. Oh. <laughs> daily average. I use my. Uh, oh no. goodness, bro. No, bro. Uh, I might be more. Yeah. Yeah. You. What are you What are you at for social media daily? Uh, no, that is a week. <gasps> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, there you oh go. goodness. Here, let's go day now. Day. Ah. Yeah, uh, well, this look, is just today, though. Yeah, this today is just today. Count. Today is 32 minutes. Uh, oh, look at you. Already today, it's, ele- it's 11. And I'm at 32 minutes. You're at 32 minutes. That's embarrassing. Where are you at? It doesn't. Like, it's not no, about, what are you at? It's not about comparison. No, no, no. Yeah, it is. What, compar- are you, what are you at? I'm at 38 minutes of screen time. What? And then, and then you can break it down. Social network. Yeah, so social networking for today. 18 minutes. Oh, pretty good. Now hit that week button. What is your social networking for the past week? I want to hear this. What's your average? Uh, social networking? Yep. Social networking. Eight hours, 24 minutes. Um, 10 hours, 11 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> but it is part of what you do for D&D though. Let's, yeah, let's, okay. Okay. Like, you know what? You oh, actually, oh. you are responsible <gasps> for like the, now we both get on it, but like you are, the, that's your, one of your primary roles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm t- that's I'm why like, you're more than me. That's I'm like, all. I'm just sitting there thinking like, yeah. how, I don't even remember going on that much. I was mm-hmm. like, man, how many times am I looking on Pinterest? Listen, I actually have a dedicated phone just for social media that I don't share. That's like, that's actually, you know what? You should go people as your, go check it out. Go to your iPhone. Yeah. On your iPhone. You just go to the left, go left, left, left. And it should be right there. No, it is. It is. Left, mine. left, left. Look. Left. Wait, where'd you go? Go to your main, left, go to your main left. thing. Nobody cares about this. Boom, left. boom, boom. Look, and then mine's right there. Screen time. Mine's not doing it. Okay, okay. anyways. All right, so listen. Three hours. Okay. All right. And apparently for some of us more. <laughs> now we, we're going to link to where we got some of these stats from. Mm-hmm. You can just find them online. Now, the reason we're talking about social media today is because we want to talk about uh, how people are getting discouraged through social media and yeah. what to do about it. Because people get people suffer depression, yep. anxiety, um, and some people just wind up and, and quit. I know like there was a reformed guy that was on Twitter. I forget which one he was. Uh, Justin Peters, maybe. Okay. But he was on social media and he he says some provocative stuff and mm-hmm. people came after him pretty hard and he just got off. He's like, I'm getting off of social media and he just deleted his account. Hmm. So uh, actually today, and this is what made me think, let's talk about this because today Daniel Gardner on Twitter quoted us. He said his favorite Doc and Devo Joe Thorne quote ever. Ever. Is Twitter is a cesspool of discouragement. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember saying that, but that is something That's that not, I That would sounds say. like something yeah, you would yeah, say. I, I don't disagree Is it with Daniel? That. Is, doesn't he teach in Brazil? Daniel Gardner? Yeah. I feel like I follow him online. Uh, he's probably the landscaper at a seminary or something. I don't no, know. no, I'm pretty sure he says Gardner right there. Oh, stop it. Anyways, I believe he's from Brazil. All right. So, you, and you know Amy Bird, yeah. Amy Bird, housewife theologian. She's on the Mortification of Spin podcast. It's a great podcast. Great podcast. Yep. I love that podcast. Listen to it all the time. Um, Amy, uh, 
sharp lady, writes great stuff, really like what she's doing. Mm -hmm. And um, she, I just saw on Twitter today, she said this. I have to say that it is very strange to find an entire discussion board, uh, and discussion boards on the internet full of strangers and church officers dedicated to discussing me day and night. Very odd to learn what my agenda, quote unquote, and motives really are. And she says later on, I'm struggling with the fact that they do need to be exposed, the church officers anyway. Uh, that's why they continue in this destructive mm. behavior because people aren't you know, holding them accountable. She says, I expect critique, not rank slander, and calling ahead of my speaking engagements to warn people to guard their churches and families because I'm dangerous. Yeah. You were only on social media for 38 minutes today and... You found these? I'm Man, a, I'm efficient, dude. I'm about to say that's I'm actually impressive. No. I am impressed with you right now. No, I don't actually scroll through like a Twitter. I don't scroll through Twitter. I basically yeah. when I go online and I'm usually looking to post something, uh, and it's, whatever's right there is what I see. But I saw this from Amy Bird, yeah. and I'm like, what? Like people are like I can. I, she has to be discouraged by that, right? Oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, there's been times we've been discouraged by social yeah. media, and just like it. Discouraged not just on what's being uh, said about us or to us, but what's being said among brothers. Yeah, like sisters. this discourages us. This like, is discouraging. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I, and I really, okay, never mind. I just want to find out who that is. I want to find out. I like, <laughs> you want to go find out? I, the, I, I like, like, what, it's a discussion boards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plural. There is a plethora. Of, there's a plethora. Of, 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 there's, of at least, there's at least two. So, yeah. So let's talk about the reasons that people tend yeah. to get, because there's a bunch of actual reasons why people get discouraged. Yeah. Um, there's, and there's articles and all kinds of stuff out there on this issue. But what do you think are, what, what's, what's a reason that comes to your mind when you think about people getting discouraged mm -hmm. through social media? Well, I think it's, it's easy to get discouraged uh, when you start to compare your life with others. Right. Oh, yeah. And you're seeing maybe what's going on in their lives. Maybe uh, things seem to be oh, the rock solid. The success, yeah. the 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 travel, the oh yeah, the uh, European trips. Why? Yeah. Why you got to be? You, like you that? said travel. I'm, I'm, well, I'm maybe, yes, maybe, Andy. You know, I'm uh, yes, Andy. Maybe, here. You know, materials, the stuff, the clothes. Yeah. Uh, maybe exactly. maybe the they're. they're yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> why do you do that? To I'm, me? I'm, I'm, why I'm do you? Green. No, you, you, yeah. Think, yeah, I like yeah, that. The custom suits and then custom suits in front of the Eiffel Tower, having pictures taken. Yeah, man. You. But like people, people sit there and they and, and yeah, it's easy to get discouraged. Yeah, because you you could become envious, jealous. Yes. Sometimes, right, with comparison, the problem is oftentimes in us. Right, we yeah. are envious, we're insecure, uh, we're we're discontent. Yeah, and, and, and whether it's material objects or maybe like their family. You know, oh, yeah. they have a family. Right, They're, they have children. Right. Instead of rejoicing with somebody who's experienced something good, we yep. can become, uh, you know, discouraged by it. And then other often a part of this though is that we don't actually know what's going on. It's like you see somebody doing something, achieving something, receiving something that's great in your eyes, uh, and you don't really know what's going on. Like I know my wife has said this before. She's like, look, this person on the internet. Like I, I just feel so bad about myself because you know they have four kids we have four kids but she manages to keep her house perfectly immaculate homeschools all the kids and writes all these books and does all these things and i remember saying like you don't know first of all it's instagram okay it's yeah. pictures you're like, always they, gonna put the good photo up. yeah i mean like so you know how you and i do stuff and it's like we tend <laughs> you know to, how we fake it yeah, <laughs> yeah but in other words what you do is you, you don't you don't show the gross parts of life yeah. on social media yeah. as much as you want to show the good parts. It's not yep. being fake. It's just like, I'm showing you this thing that yeah. looks really good or yeah. feels really good right now. And that's our, and you know what? That's, that's people's choice, right? People have that, that that's their prerogative to, cause it's their social media to post 
this is the best photo. I want. This is the, yeah. the image I want to portray. Yeah. Now, at the same time, there are people that, of course, are trying to be fake and trying to pretend. I think there's, yeah, there's, there's definitely a difference a difference, between yeah. that and then just sharing what is nice or what is good. But I, I think you're right. Comparison, and we all struggle with that. I struggle with that. And then other people, I think people get, um, get discouraged or depressed because of critique that they receive mm. when they're on social media. Now, here I'm not talking about like, bad like harsh criticism i'm talking about critique like so if you put out an idea and you're and you're excited mm-hmm. sometimes people will critique what you say and it's fair game it's social media you yep. put something out there but uh, and that can be discouraged like hey man i'm just trying to share this thing like hey, man god really spoke to me today and you say this thing and you share the, the, the scripture and then somebody goes uh yeah god didn't speak to you uh he spoke in the word and you read the word and so and guys like i'm just trying to say you know so sometimes the critique is unnecessary sometimes it's harsh sometimes it's fair but in any form of it critique can be discouraging whether it's whether it's fair and sometimes needed Mm -hmm. um sometimes it's just unnecessary like when somebody says oh it's my favorite album of the year and then somebody goes that's their worst album ever. Like that's just, yeah. bro, yeah. that's not necessary. Like why mm. would you, mm-hmm. who cares what yeah. you're, yeah. yeah. I don't do that. <gasps> Name a time when I've ever done it. There that. has been times when like mm-hmm. Steve and I are excited about something. You're like, dumb. That's not on social media. Oh, it's just, it's a text. No, it, it, it's, it, but that's still social yeah. interaction. Yeah. No, but that's, we're not talking about that. Oh, okay. I'm just okay. trying to keep you guys in check. You, Cause you, you watch Hitch. My you know what's better than Hitch? Everything else. The Hitchhiker. The 80s horror thriller, yeah. Anyway, I, I never saw that. Anyway. Guy's so, eating the fries, and there's a finger no, in the No, I don't want to hear this. He's okay, like, oh, what about, what about, okay. also, uh, another thing that can be discouraging is slander. Uh, oh. When you see people misspeaking about others, uh, or they're misspeaking about you, maybe mm-hmm. uh, uh, mischaracterizing your mm-hmm. words or intentions, or assuming your motives or your heart behind Amy's something. Amy's talking about that on, on Twitter right That's now, exactly yeah. what she's talking about, right? So being slandered, um, and it's it's... Something you kind of expect from time to time, mm-hmm. but it's it's incredibly discouraging, especially when um, it's coming from those that you would call brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. Which is why she's like, these are officers of the church, right? Like, yeah. They should know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like the slander, like gossip obviously relates yep. to that. And that sort of like um, it hits on that issue of. There is a kind of hatred out there. It yeah. feels like that. Like like people are hating on each other. And I don't know motives. Like, are they jealous of another person's success or are they just insecure? Uh, I don't know what it is, but Christians online are out there like really going after other Christians. Yeah. And again, we need to be able to discuss, debate, disagree, call out one another. But there, there is a, a level of vitriol that oftentimes accompanies uh, these these tweets or these posts and sort of uh, where we categorize a person like like Amy Bird as dangerous. Mm. It's one thing to go like, hey, you know what? I disagree with her take on yep. this, uh, but it's it's totally different to say she's dangerous. Amy Bird's not dangerous. I mean, I don't, I haven't read or seen anything from her that's dangerous. Now, let's just be fair. A lot of people are talking about Beth Moore these days. Now, I I don't I don't think that Beth Moore is 
uh, a heretic. I don't think she is uh, that kind of a danger. But she does, she has in the past taught on some things that I think are dangerous ideas. Mm. And so, like, you know, some of the, and again, it's not any formulated doctrine that I've seen come from her as much as it is the way that she speaks and when she's teaching some of the things that she says that I would disagree with. It's why we don't use her stuff at Redeemer because we have particular theological guidelines. Yep. yep. Um, so again, you should be able to talk about Beth Moore, talk about Amy Bird and say, here's where we disagree. Yes. Uh, without the hate, without yeah. the, and I know some people are like, we're not hating, we're just telling the truth. No. Uh, I'm just being bold. Uh, here I stand. I could do no other. Yeah, when you start calling people Jezebel and things like that. Yeah, I tend to think there's some there's some hate going on. Yeah, and then I mean all this we've been kind of alluding to just the unnecessary fighting among believers. Yeah, just really discouraging. And I guess it's the like that's like I I don't enjoy Twitter. I don't yeah. enjoy it. Um, I, I, we need to be on Twitter because we need to communicate with our listeners. I need yeah. to be on there because publishers like, like me to be on there interacting with people. And <laughs> such a big deal. Yeah, Joe well, Thorne. you know, the various publishers the various. that I've been under contract with. Isn't it just yeah. two? Yeah, it's just two. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like we, we have responsibilities to be on yeah. there. But I would say 20% of the time I get encouragement out of Twitter and uh, the rest of the time, I'm either discouraged or annoyed. And uh, with with it's interesting with Instagram, I'm generally encouraged. It's like yeah. I like Instagram; it's just pictures. It's just pictures of people doing stuff. Yeah, and you could, stuff. yeah. I think that's probably yeah. I, I I don't. I guess I don't. I don't know how to use Twitter. I know I, I get the concept of Twitter. Then why are you in charge of it? Uh, I don't. I just post stuff. <laughs> but like I just like I'm talking about my own personal. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how to use Twitter. Right? Like like I feel like I'm doing it wrong. Uh, with Instagram, like you said, I just I love going on Instagram because you could see other people's photos, you could see what's going on in their life. You yeah, can, it's fun. You know how to, how you can be praying for them or uh, just encouraging them as like when they post, you know, pictures of their newborns and stuff like that. Like I love that. I love going. Yeah, there. We should put up a photo, uh, like a, a wanted poster of Amy Bird, and put that on our Twitter. No, that no, would be awesome. No, no. Yeah, she would think that's funny. Maybe I'm totally gonna do that. <laughs> so we want to talk about. Like what we should do. Because I know everybody, not everybody, I think a lot of people get discouraged through social media. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about how we can overcome the discouragement, how we should deal with it. And we've talked about some of this stuff in the past. We thought we should hit it again. But before we get into that, Jimmy, mm. we do need to talk about well, I mean, the most, the- probably, I'm going to say this. You don't fight the discouragement on Twitter by um, by avoiding conflict in general. Mm-hmm. You fight mm-hmm. the discouragement on Twitter and all the things that are bothering Here us we go. by dealing with it head on, by dealing with not just the discouragement, but the critique and the infighting and all of that by getting deep into the weeds mm. of contending for the gospel. That's right. Exactly, Joe. And so, you know what? I, I, if only there was mm. a one-day conference in Burleson, Texas on March 21st where we... Where someone, two people, just two, you don't need a ton, a ton of people. No, just no. just two gentlemen mm. sharing their heart and the word yep. on how to contend for the gospel without being a jerk. You know what? I think I think I think somebody's doing that. I th- oh. I think it is happening, and I think it's only forty dollars for a ticket. Mm. Uh, it's going to be awesome at Graceview Baptist Church. Uh, Jimmy and I are going to be teaching on how to protect orthodoxy and promote unity as we contend for the gospel. The one day uh, regional conference, micro conference, whatever you want to call it, is going to be a lot of fun. Not only are we going to be teaching two times each, we're also going to have a live doctrine and devotion recording Good. Uh, there on stage. And the day before, we're going to have a hangout. Ooh. Now, here's the thing, though. 
space is limited. Yep. Space is limited for the conference, and space is going to be more limited for the hangout on Friday night. So you want to register now, head on over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com, uh, click on the banner that says Contending for the Gospel, and uh, you can register, and we will send out all of the details, and it'll be first come, first to register, for, yeah, first for to the register hangout. For the hangout, yeah. So the, the, get to, that'll hey, be happening second week of February. You know who I heard might be coming to uh, to the conference? Um, uh, Aaron Scarborough. Well, yeah, he has to, because um, it's his place. Tyler with, with uh, you know, Tyler. Tyler who, Durden? Huh? What? No, Tyler. I was thinking of like the most general name I could think of. Oh no, Jim the Man Renahan. Is he coming? He might be. He might be coming. Oh, he's not coming. He just told me. He just told me yesterday. I was like, "Hey, man, hope to see you there in Texas. Hope, 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 hope I think that it. was like. I think that was him saying like, "No, he's coming." Oh, that's coming. I, I think he's coming. Oh, <laughs> hey, Matt. T- Matt. <laughs> yeah, tell, Matt. T- tell, yeah. Uh, now Jim has to come. Now Jim has to. Otherwise, this is really. Uh, he's he's got to. So, Joe, where can they get the details? I'll let them know. They can go to doctordevotion.com and yep. you just scroll right there, click yeah, on it, and you're good already, to go. I already said all that. That's fine. So, Jimmy, uh, <laughs> what do we do? What should people do who are stressed out, discouraged, anxious, frustrated, angry, throwing their cinnamon dolce latte against the screen when they? Well, I don't know. Well, let's not. Well, you're making some people a, are doing that. Some people are doing yeah, that. Okay. So what, when, when, when you there get are some triggered. others, like like you're talking about, uh, you mentioned Justin Peters, right? Some people just leave. That's something they, to do. Some people should leave. Yeah. Right. Now, and I'm not, some people should leave because they're a nuisance and they have nothing good to contribute. Yes. But we're saying that it might be a good idea if you if you really are feeling poisoned by it. Mm-hmm. Just get off it. Yeah, get off that thing, man. Yeah. Or at least maybe a particular platform. Yeah. You know, maybe you need to leave Twitter or, or, or Facebook and just focus on Instagram. Yeah. Or LinkedIn or whatever you like, right? But uh, I think that's I think that's good. And that that probably speaks to the issue of limiting exposure, right? Yeah. Like most people should limit their exposure. You don't want to be spending like, you know, ten hours a week on social media. Like, so, like why why would you do that? Why would you do that? You're under the three hour a day though. It's, yeah, see? So you're still moderate. I'm still, I'm moderate. Mm-hmm. I'm still moderate. You're below average. Just, just Jimmy Fowler, below average. <laughs> <laughs> below the average. That's, oh, that hey, was- by pretty, the way, yeah. did remember that when I said, uh, uh, we were talking about swearing in oaths, mm-hmm. and I, I, I said, I said uh, swear words are good words, in, in, in view of making a swear or an oath to God, you know, in the proper, swear words are good words, and I made a joke about making t-shirts, somebody made those t-shirts, they're bringing them to the conference in Texas. Oh. <laughs> That's going to be good. All right. So, so uh, yeah, limit limit your yep. exposure, and- uh, You can do that by like, you can unfollow certain people, you can yeah. mute the poisonous people. Yeah. I love muting. Just like, like, you know what, like, I know that guy. He's all right. I don't really have a problem with it, but uh, I don't. I just don't need to see his nonsense. So I just mute him. I know that's what I did with Steve McCoy. Mute, 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 mute. Uh, I wish, if we could only have a mute button to mute and, him in life. You know what though? Uh, I muted him in our chat. Oh, did you, so you just <laughs> to see me now? <laughs> I just see your messages. <laughs> and so not only should you unfollow or mute the poisonous people, but then you can follow the right people. Like, yeah. like find people that say stuff. Here, here's a okay. So like, I'm trying to think. Like, who are people? Oh, oh. Ronnie Martin. Yeah. Ronnie Martin is gold. He's in Puerto Rico right now. Why? I, don't know, I think it's his anniversary. I took the cheap route, huh, Ronnie? So anyway, <laughs> uh, follow the right people. And follow people that are sharing good things. Mm-hmm. People that encourage you. Like, definitely do that. You know, yep. that's a good thing. And, you know, limit the amount of time spent on social media. Don't do no yeah, 10 hours a week. Don't be on there that much. Come on, man. Man, I really thought you'd be... I was thinking. You're, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty obvious that you're addicted. So I really. Oh thought, really? Like, it's so obvious that I'm addicted. I'm not I, on social I, media that much. Know, six hours. Hold on though. That doesn't count your your computer. 
How many I, times you're watching, you're on your computer. I don't, I, I rarely use social media on my computer. It's almost always on my phone. It does not have I don't know, the stats it might. from your computer. I don't know. It might or might not. It but the does point, not. It, but I don't hardly spend any time on the computer. You got Twitter media. and Facebook. Now, Instagram you don't, but those two, I know. Yeah, but I don't use it on my computer. Yeah, not really. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, anywho. Skewed. All right, well, why don't, why don't we go? It's still the same. It's still the same. Nope, nope, yeah, nope. still the same. <laughs> um, but we can go deeper than that. Like, we yep. all know, like, you know, follow the right people. So there are th- we are the reason we ultimately wanted to have this discussion was because we wanted to encourage Christians in particular at a deeper level to uh, deal with this issue of discouragement on social media uh, by doing three things. Okay. Well, well number yeah, one, yeah. number one would be, and you guys know this, right? You just need a reminder. No mm. big deal, right? You need to find your identity in Jesus, which yeah. means. Like you have to allow yourself to be defined by the word of God, by your relationship with God through Christ, knowing who you are in him and the benefits that you have in him, how God sees you, how God relates to you, because all of that will protect you from what the world may have to say about you and and how even the things that are happening uh, in the world that you see on social media are affecting you. So Jimmy, when you think about your identity in Christ, what is something that comes to mind? Like, who are you or how does God view you? I mean, first and foremost, uh, I think of uh, John one twelve, right? Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So mm. first and foremost, uh, our my identity is rooted that I, I am a child of God. Yeah, God loves his children. Yeah. Right? It's, you know, and... and, and it, Associated with that is this idea of God's love and yep. God's adoption, right? Yep. Ephesians 1.5 says that he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. And the idea that like, wow, God adopted me, not because I was some like renegade kid who just needed a place to stay. Uh, <coughs> it was God's pleasure. Yeah. It was yeah. God's delight. Those whom he foreknew, uh, he predestined, he loved us and then adopted us and gave us this position of sonship. And so while we're all the, the, the sons and daughters of God in that sense through faith in Christ, we all though have the position of sonship, which means we are all going to inherit the blessing in, in the kingdom mm. uh, through Christ. So that helps because like, so who am I really? Yeah. Am I... You know, especially if we think about comparison and all these things that other people had, things I don't have, or the, the ways but, that how do people think about me? How does God think about me? Yeah, and and my interactions with other individuals, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How I interact with them matters here. Totally, totally. Yep. Uh, I think number two. Well, we've to thought, go deeper. Yeah, well, you because you you said I think um, you talked about being a child of God, child yeah. of God, and I just piled on with the adoption thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So 1 John 3, 1 would be another one, though, that speaks about this idea of uh, God's love, right? 1 John 3, 1 says, uh, see what great love the Father has lavished upon us that we should be called children of God. Mm. So like that divine love, that, like for me, that's really big. Um, And this is what we are. This is why the world doesn't know us, because it doesn't know him. So when the world, like maybe there's a, maybe there's an aggressive non-Christian coming at you online, um, or maybe you're just feeling a lack of love and support in the world and you're seeing on social media. Maybe you're feeling heat or maybe you're just, through comparison, feeling unloved. Mm. Uh, for me, going back to this is is really big, um, that God's love is lavished upon us. Yeah. And it is, when I lose sight of that, it's easy to feel you know um, empty or hollow or disappointed. But 
for the psalmists, uh, for Paul, uh, when they start to meditate on and then riff on this doctrine, this truth of God's love, it brings them to a place of courage, mm-hmm. of of song, of of joy, and uh, so finding your identity in Christ in that way, I think, is uh, is really big. And I think along with that, then just to kind of put that uh, fine point on it, is it, we can never be separated from that love, right? All that was, all, all that you're talking about there, Joe, mm-hmm. as being a child of God, being loved by God, being loved as His children, that nothing could separate us. Oh, you're in from, Romans eight. I'm in Ro- yeah, 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 Romans eight. Yeah, uh, where he go? For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, it, we don't need to compare, right? We can find our identity not in our material, not in mm. our relationships, not in uh, how well we look on online uh, in front of others, but in being a child of God, loved by God, and nothing will take that. You know, it's like, um, so here's, here's, here's the practice, right, that we would encourage people to do on this issue of identity. Look to the scripture and let the scripture tell you what you are. Uh, made in the image of God, that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a sinner, yes, but uh, as a Christian, you are forgiven, justified, being sanctified. You will be glorified, adopted as a son, loved by Father, by the Father, filled with the Spirit. You're a temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, there's a lot of things that Scripture. You know, we are a kingdom of priests, right? Like so, like we are royal priesthood. Mm-hmm. Um, like that idea. That's who you really are. So, you know, when you're looking at like what you lack or or the discouragement that you're getting on on social media, uh, this for me is sort of the very first step, right? To like be just be reminded that you are not your stats, you are not your platform, mm. you, are, you are not what your haters say. Um, you are what God says. Okay, yeah. Number two, um, focus on the right things. You know, Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, uh, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So, I mean, you see kind of online, uh, there's a tendency to kind of focus on the negative, yeah. right? To, to just kind of focus on all the bad, to focus on um, all the discouraging things. I mean, people people like to watch just it, there's just things on there that uh, and people discuss. They're just uh, I, I don't know why. I, well, I'm also just a baby. There's things I just don't like, right? Yeah. Uh, but we should though be focusing on on the right things. Yeah, you sound like Norman Vincent Peale though. Like you're like the power of positive thinking. What? Yeah, you just like don't want to deal with the drama no, in no, real yeah. life. That's just what you're saying. <laughs> say that yeah because to focus on whatever is true means well sometimes the truth is ugly and painful and if we're going to focus on what is true then we have to confront what is what is wrong but i think what you're saying is really good jimmy because we we are drawn we're all drawn to the car wreck right to the train wreck in fact today while i was driving in because we had got a bunch of snow last night i was driving in and uh and I got all irritated because I saw this car in a ditch and I wanted to take a picture of it, but I couldn't stop it in time because I was on the road and I missed the opportunity to take the picture. I got so, my so, that, so that you could yeah. go ahead and post it online. No, I was going to share it with you guys, you and, you and Steve. Oh, well, Steve's muted, but I was going to yeah, share it yeah, with okay, you. Okay, cool, cool. Um, but it's like, yeah, we're drawn to that, right? We're drawn to the wreck and the broken and the yeah. drama and the crazy. I mean, think about the reality shows 
and what people love about them. They love the fights and the chaos. Yeah, and, that's why Springer was so popular, oh, right? So gross, right? Everybody watched Jerry. Yep. Jerry. Yep. Um, so yeah, to focus on these things that Philippians tells us true, true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable. Uh, if that's what you're spending your time on, you're much less likely to be discouraged. Doesn't mean you don't enter into the the disagreements and the discouragements, but that should these this is something to use maybe as a sort of a filter through which you could decide uh, is this person or is this a platform uh, helping me in these areas or not, and then if not, just go ahead and get off. So, Joe, finally, what would uh, what would be one more? Well, something that that I know you talk a lot about, Jimmy, is the, the importance of maintaining the communion of the saints, right? Being with brothers yeah. and sisters in real yeah. life, and we believe that. That is one of the most important things you can do, is not just for the Christian life, but to combat the the social media uh, discouragement that we face. Because basically, what we're having in social media is uh, I don't want to say artificial, but like a, it's a virtual communion of the saints mm. for a lot of Christians, and the actual or real communion of the saints can help us through that. Oh, I don't know, for, for a number of reasons. Um, one of the reasons for me, though, is because those are the people who really know you. Yeah. Now, the social media people, they, they might know something that you said. Yeah, they know or aspects done. of your life. Right. Yeah. That, that's, but that's about as deep as it's going to go. They might know your persona or what somebody else has even said about you, but your, your brothers and sisters in the Lord, the members of your church, they will know you. And so they can then speak into your life and you can then get a better sense of who you are. If you have a healthy relationship with people in the church, um, they can actually speak into that and either say, hey, you're wrong here or you're right here. But in either, in either case, you know that they love you and they have your back. They're not gunning for you. They're not yeah. having discussion board conversations yep. about you, about how you're dangerous to the church. So I think that's, uh, Communion of the Saints is a, Really important. In other words, you really do need to be a, belong to a healthy local church yeah. where they know you, where you know them, where you hold each other accountable, and they can just set you straight and let you know, like, don't worry about what those people are saying uh, on social media about you, or uh, don't focus so much on the drama in the virtual world. Focus on what's going on in your life and in in your church, because that's what keeps us sane. Like all the like, we, we pay attention to what's going on in the world. We pay attention to what's going on in our denomination, Southern Baptist Convention, in our network, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Acts Twenty Nine. But we're not so wrapped up in it that we're overwhelmed. We're if we're going to be uh, tied up in anything primarily, it's going to be what's happening here at Redeemer Fellowship. Well, you know what? We'd love to hear your thoughts uh, and your opinions. If you could uh, follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Later. Later.